peered at it too. It's a mobile phone, said Wills, amazed. It's a ram, exclaimed Sal. It's a ram on a mobile phone, said Wills correctly. But Sal wasn't listening. A ram with golden horns, she murmured. A ram with downturned golden horns. She turned to Wills. It fell from the sky, you said? Wills nodded. Yes. And did you see a shadow, she asked, before it fell? Wills nodded again. Yeah, I saw it too, innit? exclaimed Lynx. They'd all noticed the loss of sunlight and the enormous dark shadow on the grass. Sal looked at them gravely. Surely you see what this means, she said. Clearly they didn't. Sal struggled to her feet. You can't all have forgotten the ancient prophecy, she cried. They had. Ignoring their blank looks and the pain in her head, Sal began to quote from the Songs of the Fleece. Whilst the great Lord Ares lies in his field above the skies, with the Barton lying near, there's naught to fear. She paused, then started again, loudly making J.C. jump. But one day, Lambad the Bad, who is evil, maybe mad, will try to steal the Barton from our king. Oh, oh, my grass! J.C.'s mother had often warned her about Lambad, the evil ram who eats lambs for breakfast. Yes, said Sal. She fixed them with her yellow-eyed gaze. I don't have to remind you about the Barton, do I? They shook their heads, but she did anyway. It has a deeply magic power, she explained solemnly. A power that can be used for good or for evil. Whoever owns it must decide, and only two sheep can own the Barton. Ares the good, or Lambad the bad. She drew a deep breath and continued reciting. For the Barton they will fight, for many a day and night, till to the prize they can no longer cling. She stood silent for a moment, then took another breath and started again. To her surprise, she heard other voices joining in, mumbling at first but gradually growing louder. Then from a shadow dark and cold will fall the Barton, it is told, and the special rare breeds few will know what they must do. The sheep glanced uneasily at one another. Did that mean them? They carried on. For without the Barton's magic rays, the ram of rams will die in days. Only they can save his life and the world from pain and strife. They must be warriors brave and true, sheeply warriors through and through. The voices that had joined Sal's trailed away again. The sheep stared down at the small silver object lying in the grass. Lynx was the first to speak. So, like, he asked slowly. Are you saying this thingy's the silver button of the real golden horned dude, Ares, the sheep daddy of them all? Sal looked at him directly. Yes. Lynx backed away a little. They all did, respectful and suddenly afraid. Even Wills began to wonder. It still looked like a mobile phone, but although he knew a bit about such things and the ways of humans, he knew much less about sheeply prophecy. Brothers and sisters of the fleece, proclaimed Sal, 
We have been called. Even now, Lord Ares is wandering the earth, getting weaker by the hour. We must find him and return the barton. If we fail, the future of sheepdom will be zilch. The word zilch was not in the songs of the fleece, but this was a vital moment. They had to understand. If Lambard lays his hooves on this, he will use its power against all wearers of the fleece. Just for fun, he will torment us with the unscratchable itch and turn our pastures to dust. Then he will give any of us who refuse to obey him to the dogs. J.C. whimpered. So, continued Sal, raising her head, we must find Lord Ares, and until we do, we must defend the Barton with our lives. We must be warriors, brave and true. There was a brief silence. The sheep looked at one another.